0: All right, say good morning. It is an incredible zuchos to be able to be here and to learn with all of you today. Bar Hashem, so wonderful to see the Hebron, the Shul, and uh, the great zuchos to be giving the daf from Yerushalayim, Yerak which is, uh, I, can't, I don't think you can see on my back window over here, but Bar Hashem, it's a, it's a white a white Yerushalayim, a beautiful snowfall overnight. Fascinating to see um Fuck on the dynamic of the Holy City with, with, uh, with some shalig. So, it is incredible schluss to be able to learn with you today. I want to begin by thanking our sponsors, to thank our tamator sponsors. I'm sorry. I just added here to thank our Tamator sponsors for the month of Shvat, Bracha Strimber, for dedicating all of the shiurim and Drashos this month in memory of her husband, Avi Strimber, Avram and Kaman Eliezer Halevi, we hope that in the merit of our Talmud Torah, the Nishan will have an Aliyah, and the family in Nechama. We thank our Week of Learning Spans- sponsors, Baruch Meir and Rina Dubin, for dedicating all of the Shi'urim this week in the merit of a for Chava Bas Chaya Malka. And I'll both say with that, let us begin. There's a beautiful daft ahead of us today. Today's daft is Vav 15. And we are picking up a Merit Hashem on Yud Dalit Amad Bez, So we are picking up, it's two, four, six, eight, nine lines up from the bottom. So asks the Gemara as follows. And Chavra, so really so wonderful to be here with all of you. Baruch Hashem. One of the incredible things about technology gives us the opportunity to be together, even if we're separated by thousands of miles of space. And it's wonderful to see the Chavra on Zoom. Wonderful to see the Chavra in the based Smedrish. Truly, truly beautiful. So the Gemara says as follows, Mitzorah mahu shiyanik tzaroso the Gemara says, Does the Mitzora, does the Gemara conduct himself in accordance with the laws of tzaras an yomtiv? So Amr Abaye says, Tashma vahan nazir vahan mitzorah mitumasol taraso. So remember again, the Abaye said that ultimately, again, the Mishnah explained that the nazir and Mitzora. Remember, again, when the Mishnah was talking about who's permitted to engage in hair cutting, so the Mishnah spoke about the Metzora, or a Nazir, who finished their Tzara'as duration, or who finished their Nazirite duration, have the ability to cut their hair. So the Pashtos, that sounds like, the Yemar says, So the Yemar says, I'm sorry, I nag?" let me go back to this in just a moment. So the Mishnah itself said, the Mishnah itself said that that a Nazir and a Mitzorah have the ability to go ahead and cut their hair. So if the Nazirite vow ends... Or ultimately the tsaraas ends, so they have the ability to go ahead and cut their hair on chalamaid. So the gemara says like this Mitum So if ultimately again if the Mishnah is talking about a case that we're going from Tumah to Tarah, Habi sonog. certainly again that must mean that the toma stipulations or the tumma aspects of the Mitzorah, certainly go ahead and apply on Khalamaid. To which the gemara says, not necessarily, buy kamar, bay nohig. It could be that maybe what the Mishnah is saying is like this, maybe meikaradin the mitzora does not conduct himself in accordance with the halachos of his tumah on kabanasa. But perhaps you might have thought that maybe we don't let the mitzora become tahar, go through a purification process on halamayid. Now, why would you have such a halamina like that? Because at the end of the day, perhaps we should be concerned that halacholamaysa he will not appropriately bring his karbanos for his tarah. Part of the process of the tarah for the mitzura is bringing karbanos. Perhaps we should be concerned that Halachalamaisi is going to delay the offering of his karbanos, and therefore perhaps we shouldn't even allow him to engage in the tarah process on Cholamait. Kamashim, that's not the case. And I will say, now, why would we be concerned? That he's going to go ahead and delay his taro. If you look at Rashi, Rashi says over here, Nigzar Shelo Yehi Megaleach Bemoed, the Kibon Digiluach, Tsarach Digiloch Gilach Tsarach Lahavi Carbon, Shema Mascha Carbonosav Ad Yom Tov HaAcharon Umakrivon Vasa Lahakriv Carbonos Yachem Yamtiv. What we're concerned about is like this: If the Mitzvah were to undergo his tara process. Then perhaps what we could be concerned about is he will delay bringing his kabanos until sometime later on. When we say later on, what we mean is second days of yomtiv. The problem with the second days of Yom Tiv is you can't bring a Karban yachid. You can't go ahead and bring a personal offering on Yom Tiv itself. And that would cause him to go out and have to delay effectively until after Yom Tiv. So therefore, you might have thought that Allah Chalamay said, therefore, we should not allow him to engage in his Torah process on Chalamayid. Kamash that that's not the case. Good. So what's the Gemara goes by there? Amarava Toshma, four lines up from the bottom. Vatsaruah. The rabbos koin gadol. So the gemara says. So we're still not clear. Remember, we're starting with a simple fundamental shayla, which is that does the mitsorra conduct himself in accordance with his tzaras strictures on yom Tiv or not? So the gemara tries to prove this from a different place. Vahat the, the person who is stricken with Saras, the rabos koin This comes to include a koin That even a koin is subject to the halachos of Saras. I says the Gimara, this is very interesting. that was listening to this. The coin godel throughout the year has the same status as regular people have over, over Yomtiv. But say what a what a, what a statement. The coin godel has the same status throughout the year as a regular Jew has, as regular Jew has on yomtiv. How so? This nan coin godel makriv owning a coin guddle offers up his karbonos even when he is a state of aninos, ve'eno ochel, but he does not go ahead and eat of them. So, we'll say, what does that mean? That a coin essentially does not have a status of aninos. So, to a regular person on also, our yantiv, also doesn't have a status of aninos. So, the Gemara says something amazing. The status of a coin guddle throughout the year is the equivalent. To the status of a regular person on Yom Tiv. what do we see from here? Shmamina noheg no tsaroso beregel. And we also said that a kohen gadol ultimately again can become a matsora. So the fact that a kohen gadol can become matsora and a kohen gadol status throughout the year is like a person, a regular person on Yom Tiv. So you see from here that the strictures of tsaras. Apply anyantiv shma mino, and Rabbi said that is indeed the halacha that the mitzora with all of his strictures, those halachos, those strictures of Tsaras applied to the mitzora anyantiv. Rabbi also just gives you an insight into the Kiddushah of the coin gadol. What a statement that the Kiddushah of the coin gadol is the uh, the of the coin gadol throughout the year is the equivalent of the Kiddushah of an individual anyantiv. Or effectively, the Kohen Gadol's entire life is one big regal. His entire life is one yomtiv. The Abba said, what is it about the Kohen Gadol that allows his life to be a yomtiv? Because the Kohen Gadol lives his life lifnei Hashem. The Kohen Gadol lives his life in the immediate proximity of the ribono shel olam. And what it tells you is something amazing. That when a person has to be the kohen gadol, when a person decides to live his life in a state of lifnei Hashem, in a state of constantly being before Hakadosh Baruch Hu, a state of constant God awareness, then every single day becomes like a regal. Every day becomes like a yomtiv. Every day, every individual has the ability to be a kohen gadol if he decides to live his life lifne Hashem. Such an incredible gemara. I will say the gemara goes weiter. Ovel, on Ovel, so Now we're going to get into, for the remainder of this daf, we're actually going to be focused on the halachos of Avelos. A so really incredible soggies. And Avel is not permitted to cut his hair. And Ovel, so whenever we speak about Tisporos, Tisporos means cutting your hair or shaving. <speaking in foreign language> Ovel, so after the death of Nadav and Abiyu, so Kodesh Baruch, who says to Elazar and to Itamar, do not cut your hair, right? Or excuse me, I should say, do not allow your hair to grow long. That's what he was saying to them. Do not allow your hair to grow long. The Rebbe said that the fact that Hashem says to Aaron and Aaron's two remaining sons, Altifro, Rashi says, do not allow your hair to grow long, indicates to us that under normal circumstances of Avelos, an Avel is not permitted to cut his hair. And the boss said, this is indeed Halacha l'ma'isa." Almost all of the Halachos of Avelos, we're going to learn out from the next blot of Masech cotton. Katan. So it says, the Tap of Tesvav, Tap of 15a, Menuda mitzora and Mitzorah, and Mahan will say, what about a Menuda and a Mitzorah? So remember again, Menuda is someone who is excommunicated, although we'll see in tomorrow's Daft, that there are different levels of excommunication, right? There's a there's a nidui, more intense is a khiram, less intense is nizifa We'll see all of this. What about a menuda and a mitzorah Mahi bitisporis. Are they permitted to cut their hair? So tashma we learned minudin a mitzora in asur ul so, a person who is menuda or a person who is a metzorah is not permitted to go ahead, to take a haircut, to launder his clothing. Furthermore, so also, so that's pretty explicit. You see clearly that halacha that maisa both a menuda, ball see, a menuda so far we know is not permitted to cut his hair as well. The Gemara says, furthermore, the Gemara, I'm sorry, says, Menudin and Mitzorahin are not permitted to cut their hair. So we'll say, so far we know, an Avel is not permitted to cut his hair. That's learned out biblically from Aaron and his sons, and a Menuda and a Mitzorah are not permitted to cut their hair as well. The Gemara continues talking about the Menuda. Menuda shemes, if a Menuda dies, based in Soklen, as Iarono, so we'll say, literally what this means is as follows. If a person dies while in a state of excommunication, so in this situation over here, the person was excommunicated, put in nidui and never had that nidui revoked before his death. In such a situation, the Gemara says, Soklin asarona," which literally means, we stone his casket. So the Gemara says, what does that mean? i It doesn't mean that we put a pile of stones on top of his casket, like Achan. Achan was the individual who violated the chayrim of Yerichal. When Khalad Yisrael came into Eretz Yisrael under the leadership of Yoshua, they were told that they were not permitted to partake of the spoils of Yerichal. While well, Achan went ahead and And as a result, he was killed, and he was buried underneath a pile of stones. So the Gemara says, don't think that for the menuda, we put his casket under a pile of stones. Rather, what happens? Basin comes along, and they place one large stone on top of his casket. To teach us, anyone who's excommunicated and dies while in the state of excommunication, Based in Soklen S. Arono. Beisden goes ahead and literally stones his casket, which again means Beisden places this large stone on top of his casket as a sign of his excommunication. Boise, which is such an incredible use, you would think that when a person dies that their excommunication is over. Heather Boise, you see that sometimes the baggage of our negative activity follows us into the afterlife as well, right? The baggage of our negative activity often does not end when our lives end here in this world, but continue along with us. That is why it is so important that if there is baggage, and if there are things that have to be rectified, and there are things that have to be fixed, not to wait, but to do it now. Because if we don't, if we don't, then chas when we leave this world, we can be saddled with that negativity, for eternity. So the Yomar goes right there, Chayiv Batifa's Harosh. On avel is Chayiv, to wrap his head. Now, saying, this is no longer something that is currently practiced, although it is codified in halacha, but quite literally, again, the avel would take, like, if you could imagine, like a shawl, or like a talus, and he would wrap his head. He would put it around his head, we're gonna see wrap his, he would really wrap his face as well, not his whole face, but really by his mouth. That's called Atifas Harosh. Need to so come the we're going to see now many of the halachos that we have are from the Navi Yecheskal. But specifically, there's an episode in Yekeskal where Akkadish tells Yhecheskal that his wife, that Yekhaskal's wife is gonna die. But he tells Yecheskal that he's obligated to abstain from certain mourning practices. So interestingly enough, what the Gemara uses is from that which Yecheskel is told to abstain, we learn what are the positive obligations of mourning. So says V'lo tells Yicheskel, do not cover your mouth. You see from here that generally a person is obligated to cover their head to cover their face. From the fact that Yecheskel was told, Don't cover your face. Okay. So the Gemara says, Sarosh. But is the menuta the person who is excommunicated? Is he also obligated to cover his head, right? To, to wrap his head. So both we'll say this is from the And interestingly enough, remember again the Mishnah of speaks about the fast days and specifically speaks, speaks about the after they went ahead and they fasted the 13 fast days, the 13 fast days, and there was still no rain, what would happen? The Tamid would sit, they would be wrapped, and they would sit like menud, and people have been excommunicated, and like mourners. Ad shirach the compassion upon them. So I said, the idea being you see from here, that a menud, someone who's, who is excommunicated, does wrap his head, um Rabbi, Rabbi says that's not a good riot. Dilma Minudul Ultimately, again, we'll maybe someone who's excommunicated by heaven, right? Because remembering by Shamay by Kaddish Baruch, Hu, the lack of rain is considered to be in the eyes of Khazala someone who's been excommunicated by a kaddish Baruch. Hu. Maybe such a person has to wrap himself, but perhaps a person who's quote unquote only excommunicated by an earthly court would not be obligated to wrap themselves good. So the Gimar goes weiter. The Gemara says, Mitzorah what ma'abati fasharosh. What about a mitzora? Is he obligated to wrap his head? Tashma safam ya'ateh. So the Pasuk says that ultimately, again, the, the mitzora is obligated to cover himself until his lips. I had to cover himself until his lips. So you see also that the Mitzvah is Chayiv in Atifa Sarosh. Is Chayiv to go ahead and wrap his head. Michalash Chayib Atifa Sarosh comes out as an is obligated in Atifa Sarosh and wrapping his head. A Mitzorah is obligated in atifa Sarosh. The menuda, the menuda, it's unclear whether or not he's obligated. And I both say so again because just our clothing has changed styles, so we don't have this din of atifa Sarosh contemporarily by avelos. The mar goes weiter. Avel asar leaniach tfilin. and avelos is, is prohibited to put on tfillin. Midkamrali rachmanali yecheskel pe'ercha chavush alecha. From the fact that Hakadosh Baruch Hu tells Yicheskel, literally again, allow your glory to remain upon you. So I to say the ideal of here is the glory, the fe'er, right? The fe'er is tefillin. So the fact that Hakadosh Baruch Hu tells Yicheskel to continue to wear his tefillin indicates to us that under normal circumstances, an avel doesn't wear tefillin. <laughs> So in general, again, the fact that Yechez is told to do it indicates to us that under normal circumstances, a, an ovel would not wear tefillin. So I just want to point out with this halacha by Avelos, this, this really is Avelos of the first day, that an avel doesn't wear tefillin, which for us is really the status of aninos. Right, so when a person is an onen, when a person is an owner, they don't put on tfilin. And again, halacha l'maysa, the first, which often becomes the first day of Avelos as well. So the Gemara goes right to, the Gemara says, menuda mal betfillin. just I'll point out, not for now, a lot of interest, very interesting discussions about whether or not an Ovel is permitted to put on tfilin. There's an exemption. There's an exemption. But from the Gemara, it sounds like over here that it is an iser. So, again, a lot of interesting halachic discussion about the license to put on tefillin. In any event, we'll go with the Gemara's simple reading that an Abel does not put on tefillin on the first day. What about menuda mal betfillin? Does a menuda a person who's excommunicated, as he put on tefillin? So, the Gemara leaves it as a kasha. Mitzora mal betfillin. Does a Mitzora put on tefillin? So, tashma. Vahatsarua, the rabbis, koin godel. Pasik says, Vahatsarua, the person who becomes a Mitzora, to come to include that even a koin gadol can become a Mitzora. That his clothing has to be torn, right? The Mitzora has to tear his clothing, he tears Kriya. The rosho Yep first wide line, and his head is Parua. What does Parua mean? And Priya ultimately means that the Mitzora ultimately goes ahead and, and allows his hair to grow. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva says, "Ne havia ve havia bebeged." Rabbi Akiva uses the lashon of Yihiyah ultimately again by his head and Yihiyah by his clothing. Mahavia amura davar shechutz Just like havia by a beged means something external to his body. Ultimately, his clothing shall be turned. His clothing is external to him. So to afhaviyah b'rosh davar shechutz Gufo. So to again, when it's referring to his head, it's referring to something external to the head as well. What's external to the head? My lava does it not refer ultimately again to his tefillin and telling us that what that ultimately again sounds like that a Mitzorah would not wear tefillin as well to which the Gemara says, maybe not. Papalow, akumsa maybe not, maybe that's not referring to tefillin, but ultimately, again, maybe it's referring to his hat or his turban. And it's saying that Allah so, he shouldn't wear his hat or his turban, but he can wear tefillin. So ultimately, again, we'll say over here, interestingly enough, so we're clear that an Adal does not put on tillin, that's clear. Ultimately, minuda was a teku, and mitzora also seems to be unclear as well. The Gemara goes like, Avel asar b'sheila shalom. An avel is not permitted to extend a greeting. say now. Interestingly enough, just so you understand the greeting here in, the, in this context, the greeting often refers to a greeting b'shem Hashem, like shalom aleichem, shalom aleichem the Pashtos, it does not really apply to hello, good morning, things like that, which are sure. musharab. So sheila, so sheila shalom literally means a formal greeting, which includes the name of our kodesh baruch hu. So on avilas asar b'sheila shalom, come lechman liyecheskel because baruch hu said which means grieve silently, grieve silently. So it's telling them to be silent. So again, he's telling them to grieve silently. From here, you see that Allah, Avel Shalom. Incredible. So, we'll say, so, so, if you take a look, so Tawbah, I point out, up until now, we've been learning out from Yechaskel, when Hashem says to Yechaskel, do something, that means that a normal Avel is not permitted to do it. Here, the example, interestingly enough, is Hashem is telling Yechaskel, Ha'anik grieve silently, and just as Yecheska was not permitted to greet anyone else, so too a person in Avelos is not permitted to greet anyone else as well. Incredible. Ma' Menuda Mal B'sheilas Shalom. What about a Menuda? Right? Is he permitted to greet someone? Am Rav Yosef Tashma U B'sheilas Shalom Sheven Adam L'Chavero Ke B'nei Adam Hanizufin L'Makom. Shabbos says. Remember again, we're quoting the same b'raisa that we quoted before from Maseches Tainis that if the tefillahs for rain go unanswered. So ultimately, have to go ahead and sit like people who are excommunicated from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And what do they do? They refrain from greeting each other. So this sounds like a person who is in a state of excommunication ultimately is not permitted to greet someone else. Rabbi says not a raya. Maybe a menuda l'shamei, someone who's excommunicated from our kodesh baruch hu. Maybe that's more chomer than a person who just has a needway or an excommunication from a human court. Therefore, there's no raya. There's no proof about whether or not a menuda is aser b'sheilas shalom. Beautiful. Mitzora ma b'sheilas shalom. What's what about mitsora? Is mitsora permitted to greet people with the name of Hashem? Tashmah Right? Ultimately, again, as the Pasik says, he shall veil himself until his lips. so that the lips of a metzora should be sealed. She He should be, ultimately, again, like a menuda, like someone who's excommunicated and like an ovel. So say, from this last line, it sounds like halacha halacha the avel, the Mitzorah, and the menuda are all asr b'she'ilas shalom. Are all asr to go ahead and come and greet other people. say it's also very profound. Remember the Lashon over here by the Mitzorah is the Mitzorah Shiv Sif midubakos Midubakos Zubazu. His lips should be sealed; should be sealed against each other. The boss say it's incredible. We know how does a person become a matzor? How does a person contract saras? So the truth is, there are a variety of different ways, but primary, but primary amongst them is ultimately what is is lashon hara? Is lashon hara. So the boss say how how incredible is it that sometimes a person gets themselves into trouble with lashon hara? So we think that often the way to remedy lashon hara is just don't speak Lashon Hara. And what the Gemara is saying is that, no, sometimes the way to remedy Lashon Hara is shehei sivsosav Medubakos zu The way to remedy Lashon Hara is sometimes not to simply abstain from Lashon Hara, but rather it's what? Abstain from speaking. I realize that have to, and now when I say what, I can't expect anyone to hear anyone say anything. I've trained myself for that. Okay, so ultimately, again, right, think about this just a moment that the way to remedy Lashon hara, Sif Midubakos Zubizu, don't talk. Doesn't mean don't talk ever. But it means think before I talk. It means go ahead and maybe not everything is worth saying it. It's an incredible yusod. The remedy to Lashon hara is not simply to abstain st- from speaking slanderous or negative speech, that's obvious. But the remedy for the Mitsora is sheheh Sosa medubakos zu bizu. I have to train myself, not always to say something, not always to talk, not every situation requires a commentary. Not every statement requires a response. Sometimes the way we reach the greatest levels of Kidusha is to abstain from commenting, even in an English and Haradikah way. But just because sometimes certain things in life are not worth saying. That's the Kappar of the mitzvah. Shei so midubako Medubakos Zubazum. Incredible. So the Gemara goes right there. The Gemara says... Um, Good shava, but shmamina. So I'll we'll say ultimately I am minushminuda. I sus the gimmar, like I just said before. So why not learn out from here? The price it seems to indicate that also a menudas aserbishelah shava, a vaha rapinthas and she'd rather safe me katani sha'asr? Sheheke minuda uke avel u yachranaisa. I will say all it says is that he it doesn't say that it's aser, right? It doesn't say that the Menuda is aser. Rather, it says that he should be like the Menuda and the avel. But maybe it's referring to other things, not necessarily sheilas shalom. So the gemara says, "But aser b'sheilas shalom." Avel aser torah. An avel is not permitted to learn Torah. I will say, so the fact that the Torah says to the Avel Dome, be silent. So I will say, this is actually pretty incredible. So here the Gemara understands that Dome means be silent from Divrei Torah. So from here you see that an Avel is not permitted to learn Torah. And I will say, now to qualify this for just a moment, that Allah said, an Avel is permitted to learn Torah when it comes to things that are related to Avelos. So for example, an Avel could not permitted to learn that's not a problem because these are the halachos of Avelos. A is permitted to learn anything that is related to Avelos or related to mourning in nature. But nevertheless, there is an Iser Torah, we call it. Menuda what about a menuda? Is a menuda permitted to learn Torah? Tashma, menuda, Shona, in lo. A menuda is permitted to learn. And ultimately, we could teach him niskar v'niskar lo. He could hire himself out to work and he could be hired by others. Or I should say, he can hire and be hired by others, right? Mukhram, but so what about a person in خيرم? Now, I mentioned this before. Kherim, as we're going to see, is a step higher than Nidui, right? They, we, they both translate as excommunication, but there are different strictures related to each of them. So, muhram, lo shonav lo and lo. A Mukhram, he's not permitted to learn, nor is, nor is anyone else permitted to teach him. Loh niskar and lo. Ultimately, again, he cannot go ahead. He cannot, sorry. He cannot go ahead. He cannot go ahead. And, I'm sorry. (laughs) He cannot hire workers, nor could he be hired out by someone else. But let's listen to this. The muhram, the person in cheyrim, he is permitted to go ahead and learn on his own. (laughs) Shonehu. All right, so So as I was saying, so the Gemara says, so the person who is in, the person who is in a state, ultimately again, I'm sorry, I lost my place, Uh, a right, so the muhram ultimately again, shone huliatsmo atzmo, shelo es limudo, the muhram ultimately again is permitted to go ahead and learn a little bit on his own, in order that, in order that his learning continue on. Okay. All right, so as we're saying, the Mukhram, the muhram, who is the person who is in Kherim, Shonehul he is permitted to go ahead and learn on his own. He is permitted to go ahead and learn on his own. In order that halachalamaisa, he should not stop his learning. He could make a small store, ultimately for his parnosa. And Rav said that what could he do? He could literally, again, interestingly enough, what is he allowed to sell? He could sell water, literally, again, in the outskirts. Rashi she says over here, piska, in the shuk. Of Arabos. Okay? That's what the Gemara says. Shmamina. So, C see, see from there that an oval is permitted to go ahead and, excuse me, an oval is prohibited to learn Torah, but a menuda, a menuda, ultimately, again, is permitted to learn. And even the Mukhram is permitted to go ahead and learn by himself in order to go ahead and keep up his learning. Mitzorah. What about the Mitzorah? Is the Mitzorah permitted to go ahead and learn Torah? So the Gemara says, Tashma ba'altatam levanecha v'levnei v'necha yom asher ahmar atalifne hashem ha'okecha b'chorev. So the Pasik says, You shall instruct your children and your children's children about the day that you stood before HaKadosh Baruch Hu'an Har Sinai just like Kabbalah, Satara took sta- took place in a state of reverence. Mikhan Amru so to again Torah, Torah itself has to be an experience that always takes place in a state of reverence. Mikan Amru from here we said something very important, that ultimately again a Zov, Zobin, Nitzoron, Boale, Nidos, all of these individuals who are Tomei, ultimately have the ability to continue to learn Torah. However, however, baale on Asurin, but ultimately again a Baal Now Baal is a person who has a seminal emission. That's the result Rashi says, Lefi Machmas Simcha, the Rosh. Person on a seminal emission is not in the state of Ema and yira, and therefore halachalamaisa, their aserbidivre Torah. Again, we spoke about this a little bit in the earlier Mesektus about Takhanas Ezra. Shmamina. So I say, sir, from here you see that Allah a is permitted to learn Torah. So we see that so an Avel is not permitted to learn Torah, a Manuda is permitted to learn Torah, and ultimately, again, a Metzorah to is permitted to learn Torah as well. Avel An Avel is not permitted to launder his clothing. So I'll say the background over here is that this is Yoav after David Amalek expels, expels of um, Shalom. So Yoav tries to, excuse me, I'm Yoav tries to go ahead and make Shalom between father and son. And the way he does that is by going ahead and getting a woman to dress up or to play the part of someone who has gone ahead and is in Avelos. So, so the Gemara says, so you see from here that he tells her, Liv Shina Big Day Avel." What, wear clothing of Aveilos. So what's the clothing of Aveilos? So the Gemara is understanding it to mean unlaundered clothing. Minuddin Mitsurah Mahimbitakbow says, what about Minud Mitsoran? Are they permitted to launder clothing? So Tashma, Minuddinum Mitsoran, the asru Saper, Asrun L-Sapra Ullah, Ullahabish Mamina. We'll say pretty explicit. The Minuddin of the they are not permitted to go ahead and launder their clothing. Avel chayiv the an on is chayiv to tear his clothing. Dekamli rachmano lebnei Aaron lo sifromu. So we'll say that since Kadesh Baruch Aaron and his sons after the death of Nadav and Avihu, don't tear your clothing. Indicates to us to chod michal duchuli ama mechayiv. Ultimately, again, that everyone else is chayiv in kriya. So the gemara says, "Menuda be kriya." What about a menuda? Is he chayiv in kriya? So takeu. Ultimately, again, the gemara says, "Takeu." Mitzora mal be What about a mitzora? So tashma the god of you prumim. His clothing, his clothing, ultimately again should be prumim. What does prumim mean? Sheyu They should be torn. Shma. So I'll we'll say ultimately again. You see from here that the mitzora is chayiv in kriya as well. An in the overturning of his bed, which we'll say literally means again, like it sounds, turning over of the bed. So we'll say the we'll Gemara quotes Bar Kafra. Bar Kafra says. That literally, I have given my image. This is HaKadosh Baruch Hu saying, I've created man in my image, and in their iniquities, in their, in their sinful behavior, I've had to turn them over. So therefore, Therefore, go ahead and turn over the beds as well. So said, this, is, this is the concept ultimately of Kfiyah Sanita. Now this is very interesting. The Gemara says, What about the Menuda do they have to go ahead and overturn their beds? To which the Gemara says, take, take, that's a kasha. That's a kasha. The Gemara leaves it unresolved. But I'll say, interestingly, that we don't do Kfiyas amita today anymore. We don't overturn our beds. So, you know, the Arachah which Mishdebur already quotes it as well, quotes a whole idea that there's a concern that it looks like Kishof. I don't know why this is, but for some reason over the years, so our Gentile neighbors took this to be an, a witchcraft, a sorcery type process, and therefore, they, we stopped overturning the beds. The Geshe Hachayim writes something very simpler, much simpler. Geshe Hachayim says, well, what was the whole idea of Kfiyah Samitah? The idea of Kfiyah Samitah was as follows. It used to be that very often mattresses were made of straw. When you sleep in straw for a long enough amount of time, it takes on the form of the body. It's in the form of the body. I guess like they make mattresses like this today. What are they called, like tempur or whatever, whatever it is. So they had it. This was a Talmudic tempur right? So went ahead and it, it took the form of your body. So interestingly enough, death is considered to be the erasure of the human form. Kfiyah Samita was the overturning of the bed, because essentially you obliterated the form. So today that Gesha Khan says, we don't have these type of mattresses, therefore, again, there's no din of Kfiyah Samita. So whether, again, it's because of Kishu, if people thought it was sorcery, or because, again, just the Iker the Siba, reason doesn't apply, we don't do this today. Good. A novel bas A is not permitted to do Malacha. D'chsev, V'hafakti I will turn literally again your yomtiv to mourning machad aser b'malacha just like a yomtiv is asr b'malacha af avel aser b'malacha so to an avel is asr b'malacha so avel can't do malacha and of course we know that in hilchos abelus what this means is an avel is not supposed to do work there's not an isr malacha literally like yomtiv in other words I could turn on a light I don't have to worry about cooking things but the idea is that work an avel doesn't do work. And Aval doesn't do work. So the Gemara goes weiter. So the Gemara says, um follow menuda Isra Malacha. What about a Menuda? Is a Menuda permitted to go ahead and do Malacha? So, Amravyo seif Toshma, Kisha Amru, Kisha Amru Asrba Asiyas Malacha, Kisha Amru Lo Amru Elabayom, Avabalayla Mutter. Furthermore, when they said that there's an Isra Malacha, Nabal say once again, this is actually talking about Mesechistainis. This is talking about, again, when they got to the very severe situation where there was no rainfall, and therefore there was an Isra Malacha. Malacha, when they said there's an Isra Malacha, they only said it by day. muter, ata And so too you'll find by minuda and by ovel. My love, akulhu. So does this not does this not apply the halachos to all of these situations? Lo No, it only applies to certain ones. Tashma. So say Good. So so. Ultimately, again, the gemara wants to suggest that Allah Doesn't this mean a broad application of all of the halachos to the situation of menuda? Not necessarily. Maybe it only applies to certain halacha. Namely, menuda. As we said before, He could learn. You could have others teach him. Nisgar biniskarin low. Ultimately, again, he could hire himself out to work for others. Others can work for him. Shmamino. Mitzorah ma'abas, yas malacha. What about a Mitzorah? Right? Is a Mitzorah permitted to go out and do malacha? So, Tegu. The Gemara leaves that as a kasha. Leaves it as a kasha. Avel aser berechitza. An Aval is not permitted to wash. Tiksev vi tasochi shamen. Basik says. Do not anoint yourself with oil. And ultimately, again, washing is included in anointing. So if anointing is asr, washing is asra as well. So what about a menuda? Is the menuda permitted to go ahead and wash? When they said that you can't wash, they only said the entire body. But one could wash their hands, their face, and their feet. So I will say, so do you find the same thing by menuda and by ava? Once again, my love akulu is not applying all of the halachos. To menude a low mitzora what is a mitzora permitted by rachitza ultimately again I to say this is a question that stands so again I'll point out also I'm running out of time but I know but but Allah ala the the isra rachitza by an avel ultimately again is a, is 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 uh, is called gufa washing the entire body but for example rachitza panav washing one's hands face and feet ultimately is mutter, even with hot water. Even with hot water. Again, the contemporary halachos of Avelos by Rechitz is interesting because clearly bathing or hygienic standards have also changed over time. Discussion for a different time. sandal. An oval is not permitted to wear shoes. You could infer from this that for everyone else, wearing shoes is going to be asr. For every other aval, excuse me. When Chazal said ultimately again that you're not allowed to wear shu as a form of mourning, ultimately, again, by a tiny sibur, so the Gemara says, some by a tiny the only cibor that's when you're in the city, second Y line, muter, but if a person is traveling, it's mutter, so what's an example of this? If a person went out to travel, noel, he could put on his shoe, Nichnas li'ir, he gets home, Gore comes into his city, he takes off the shoe, bimenuda and you find the same thing, ultimately, again, by a menuda, and by Ovel. my lava kulhu. Does this not come to equate all of these halachos together? Lo, ashe'ara. Rather, not necessarily referring to this one. Rather, could just be referring to the other halachos mentioned in conjunction with Menuda and Ovel. Good. Metzora mal What about a metzora? Is a metzora permitted to go ahead and wear a shoe? Teiku. Ovel, asp an abel is prohibited from engaging in marital relations. D'chsev David es Basheva ishto. says David consoled his wife Basheva. This is after the loss of their baby. And he had relations with her. meikara which sounds like during their actual Avelos, they were ushered to be together. So from here we see that an aval is not permitted to engage in marital relations. So the Gemara says, Menuda Ma'ubatash, Mishamita. What about a menuda? Tashma, osan Shamsha Midbar, Hayu, saying, All the years at Kalalizo in the desert, after the Chayt HaMarakim, after the sin of the spies, ultimately again they were considered to be in a state of excommunication to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. and yet what? They were still permitted in marital intimacy. Um, Abai said, one second, maybe being excommunicated to heaven is a more lenient form of excommunication than being excommunicated by a court. Twitchinghor said, one second, kill the Amrit Khamir. Abai, you just advanced the exact opposite argument on Ahmad Alif, where you said being excommunicated by the heavens is more machmer than being excommunicated by a court. So what's going on? <laughs> Abai was unsure. Therefore, Zil hacha Kamat Vizil hacha Kamat Hileh. Essentially, Abayi will just simply reject any comparison from nidui Le Shamayim to nidui Bide Adam. Which one is more machmir, which one is more kal, we're not sure. But at the end of the day, Abayi rejects any attempt to try to link them together. Mitzvah, Ma'abhatash B'shamita. What about a Mitzvah? Is a Mitzvah permitted in marital relations? Tashma, disanya, viyashab, mihotli, oh hello. The Pasik says he shall sit outside of his tent. He shall sit outside of his tent. So the Gemara says... Um, she, ke uke ovel. she should be like a menuda, like an avel, and usher in marital intimacy. Ohalo, Elisha also, we had this out already, and Ohel refers to his wife. Tell them they, back after Matan Torah, tell them to go back to their tents, which is a reference to resuming or resumption of normal marital intimacy. Shmamino. Ultimately, see from here that a mitzora is Asr B'tash M'shamidah. Now, remember, again, we already clarified this halacha. This refers to a during the seven days of his purification. During the days of his tumma, he's permitted the marriage relations. I have a nifshat nami laminuda, so why not learn out from Mitzurah to Menuda that a Mitzurah is asr betashmishamita, a menuda should be asr asr asr. Amma from Raydra Pinchas, Mishaydra Yosef, Mikatani sha asr, Sheikh imnuda ka'aval, the Mili Akhronaisa, the nami betashmishamita. To which the Gemara says, does it say that ultimately, again, it should be Aser, like a Menuda, and like an Oval. It says, when it says like a Menuda, like an Oval, it means, Ultimately, again, with other things, It should be Aser, but as well. But I'll just begin this next part, and then I'll continue it tomorrow. An Oval is not permitted to go out and send his Karbanos to the base of Mikdash. So Savossa this is uh, I feel very privileged uh, to say over this line as I'm just literally Baruch Hashem, a few steps away from the Harabayas. but literally aval eno mislaf kavno aval is not permitted to go ahead and send his carbonos the sanyo rabbi shimon omer shlomim Shu shlom velo bisman shu, shu onin Ultimately, again, and upward pasuk calls right. We know that a shlomim is called a shlomim. Shlomim from lashon. We normally say it's lashon shalom because the beauty of a shlomim is everyone gets a piece. Right? Cheshbar gets a piece. The kohanim get a piece. The owners get a piece. But the gemara over here that a shlomim from lashon shalom. A person has to be in a state of completion, and not when he is in a state of aninos. Right, so we'll stop over here for today. We'll pick up with this. We'll, we'll start from tomorrow. I'm sorry about the uh, technologies. technology glitches seem to follow me wherever I go. I've come to see. You see, this is a good muster for me. I always thought, see, I always tell my Jeremy, you know, how could we have a better setup? And I realized the problem is not in the technology. The problem is clearly with me. All right, to have a lot of and nefesh, and to do. Hopefully, I'll get it right by tomorrow. Wishing everyone a wonderful, wonderful day. Shukayach, everyone. Looking forward to learning with everybody tomorrow. Have a great day.